Hi, this is Zohara with The Soloist, conversations on music, soul, education, life, and many things in between. Hello and welcome back, my friends. Here we go, unedited, unprepared, just going with the flow, pausing, talking, feeling, getting in touch with what wants to come within and probably also from without. So it's a very, very rainy day here on the Sunshine Coast of Queensland, Australia. The kangaroos are coming to visit, daily visit. There's a family of kangaroos that come to visit. They don't really come to visit. It's just I'm making myself feeling special by thinking they come to visit. They just come because they're looking for food. And I love, love, love seeing them eating from my grass. They're just standing here on the lawn of my home. Uh, There's a big kangaroo, very, very big kangaroo. I decide this is grandpa kangaroo. And there's a medium-sized kangaroo, quite big, but not as big as there, as grandpa. And um, I think this is dead. This is dead kangaroo. And next to him, I can't be mistaken, there's mama kangaroo because she's got a little kangaroo in his pouch. So... Just my heart beams whenever I see Mama Kangaroo with her baby kangaroo in the pouch. And every now and then I see the legs coming out of the pouch. Here's one leg, one leg coming out. And here's an ear coming out. And at some point, half of the body is coming out. And then when baby kangaroo is feeling secure and confident enough to meet the world, even for a little while, he or she jump out of the pouch and look at mom with admiration and then just hops around and comes back and stands close to mom, pushes the head back in the pouch, it's just to watch it. I don't need to see. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't need. I don't need to watch Netflix or social media. When the families of kangaroo are here, or as I'd like to believe, or to think, my family of kangaroo come to visit. They give me so much joy, so much joy. And they remind me of um, living without plans. 
I know we all, or most of us, we are abide to live by the rules of the world around us, um, the rules of society. We get up in the morning. Many of us need to start a day of work. We have to attend to the needs of the people in our household, if we have people in our household. Some need to come to wake up, get up and attend to their own needs because they don't have anyone in the household. Some go out and serve other people. I mean, this, there are so many alternatives, so many options, so many, such a variety. But generally speaking, we all wake up, get out of bed if we can, and we start serving something. Sometimes we do it out of habit. Sometimes we do it out of need, out of necessity. And a very few of us wake up in the morning and say, wow, I've got the ability today to do whatever I can, whenever I can, for whomever I can, and so on. Because life is not like this. Even though in a way, I don't know about you, but I can definitely attest that um, a very major part of my upbringing, and not just my personal family, my individual family, it's the culture around me, or that's how and what I got from the culture, was that if I do things right, I will get... Um, Rewarded. So, and it goes for every area in life. Um, I'll just give you a few, give a few examples that just pop in my mind without planning. Without, as I said, no, no plans. Uh, no preparation here, and I will not. I'm not going to edit it. So, if you marry the right man you will have happy life. Another one, if you eat healthy food, you will always be healthy. If you do um, sports, you will never get sick. If you behave nicely towards people, they will always love you. You see where I'm going. I don't. I myself don't know where I'm going, but I, I I'm starting to see where it's taking it's taking me. I'm not going to negate all these statements, but having lived enough years in this body, in this reincarnation, in this life, and I'm sure in other life lives. I know it's not always working like this. So the fact that it's not always working like this, and I'm not going now even to put percentage because for some of us, it rarely happens like this. For some of us, it often happens like this, working like this. For some of us, it never works like this and so on. We've got, again, we have the, we have the whole gamut of um, percentage. But the fact that 
it does not happen always like this, creates a weird, a painful scenario because when things are not working according to what we are told they should work, we feel um, that we failed. We live with a sense of failure. And when we have a sense of failure, we've got a few options. One is to do whatever we can in order to correct it or change it. Or we just hide from ourselves as well and just don't want anyone to see us in our failure. Uh, or we just live with constant frustration that something in us or in our doing is wrong. Badly, badly wrong. And it cannot go on like this. And as it is in life, sometimes it will go like this. And it will go for a long while like this. Maybe for the rest of our lives. So what do we do, what do, we do then? Do we live with this sense of failure for the rest of our life? This bitterness, this loneliness? Or do we shake it off and say one day, I'm going to try to think of it differently? Because it starts with the thought. It starts with inviting the possibility of thinking difference. Some people will call it acceptance. Some people will say, uh, you need to learn to accept things the way they are. Um, and I'm just realizing that, as I'm learning from friends, that acceptance that does not mean liking it. When we accept something which is really painful or um, we find it hard to live with it, it does not mean that we have to like it. It only means that we need to allow it at some point because resisting it, fighting it, running away from it definitely is not helping. An acceptance or allowance or you can put and use whatever word comes to your mind, is not, it does not mean that it happens in like a linear fashion, that one day we wake up and that we have this thought that we need to allow something and from then on everything is changing and we walk towards the sunset peacefully, happily, joyfully. Now, again, it's not happening like this. Nothing in life is not like this because everything changes. Everything in life is changing. They call it in Buddhism impermanence. And without going into um, the depth of the, the word, because it's a really, really beautiful, interesting word, impermanence means not permanent. Um, or as it says here in the dictionary, the state or fact of lasting for only a limited period of time. Like our existence, 
We're here for a very limited period of time. How limited? No idea. None of us know. None of us know. Um, I've been distracted because I'm seeing a beautiful picture of the kangaroos and the bush turkey uh, just stand next to each other in peace. And they're very curious of each other. And I'm so curious to watch them and I'm completely distracted. And I have no idea what I was talking apart from remembering the word impermanence. Yeah, I think I was talking about acceptance, allowing. So we don't need to like or to love things. We need in order to accept them. Um, the nature of, uh, you know, the serenity prayer, which goes like, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. So the first part of it, uh, accepting the things I cannot change, does not mean that I have to like them. It only means that I, I myself, would love to allow the things without having this sense of what have I done wrong? Why do I deserve to have it? Why does it happen to me? Uh, and this is not an easy part of the journey. Completely not easy. What we need for this, I don't even know. But maybe I, every now and then, come to my mind things that might help us a little bit or help me a little bit. So for me, it will be the kangaroo that that is eating here in my yard. Uh, the bush turkey, which has such a great boldness, they seem to be a big, a very big uh, um, bird, but they can just jump so high all the way to the roof of a, of a not, not, too, not too tall house, of course. Um, what else? Just to sit out outside and hear the birds. To look at the rain and the raindrops, how they form a beautiful shape on the tree or on the flower or, or even on the fence. So definitely things which go with nature give me lots of pleasure, give me... Um, the ability to allow hardships. So everything in life is changing. The things that we love, the things that we don't love, everything is changing. And as much as our nature is to resist change, and especially, of course, letting go of things that we love, it will happen to all of us if we have the right diet, if we do sport, if we marry the right people, if we live in the right environment. Every 
thing will happen to us as well. Things will change in our life. And to accept the change as the serenity prayer is saying is just life work, I think. Now this year, 2021, is just about to end. In a few days, um, the calendar changes. We're all going to tear apart the paper, the last paper of uh, the last page of 2021. Or if we have digital, we're going to see the 2022 appearing on our screens. By the way, I love both. I love to have a hard copy calendar and diary and a digital one. So the digital one is comfortable for my desk or whenever I go outside. But I love feeling the, I love the feel of, to feel that the time passes. So when a month ends or a year ends, I take something off. It's like shedding a layer and open a new page. So as the year is closing to its end, and I know you've had lots of summaries and uh, outlooks of what happened and what will happen. And many people do New Year's resolution. Um, I know there's one word that people want to come back, which is hope. People would love to believe that there is hope. In the times we live now, it's challenging, it's bothering. We all struggle to live in these times. All of us, all of us. If we have personal reasons for this, if we have um, cultural reasons, we cannot separate ourselves from what happens outside. And many times we can see the um, resemblance. Many times, many things that happened to me in my private life, in my family life, in, in my area this year have just amplified whatever happens outside. So it's personal and impersonal at the same time. And again, just to have this dance or this ability to embrace both, that not everything is personal, but also not everything is impersonal. So as the year goes and gets to its end, and we would like to cling to something, to, to an hope, because this almost is the, I will dare to say the disease of our culture, that we need to be optimistic. People only would like to hear good things. People prefer not to hear bad things or what they call bad things. Um, people would like not to talk about death as if death will not happen to people who don't talk about death or don't hear about death and so on. As you know, this year I have been getting... Um, a very close encounter with grief when I lost 
my friend, my man, my husband, the father of my beautiful kids, my partner for nearly 48 years. I'm not sure I did like talking about or hearing or about grief before. Maybe I was curious every now and then, but it was not in my face as it happened this year. So life invited me, life took me to explore, to live with, to uh, learn, whatever, about grief, because I did not choose it, but it chose, it chose to come, almost like the kangaroos. <sighs> yeah, I like to think of grief like kangaroos. Um, so going back to the hope, to the word of hope, we all want to believe that there's hope for us, that there's hope um, one day, someday, that something good might happen out of bad things as well, or bad situations or bad periods. It's almost like if we don't have hope, it's very hard to um, want to live. And we know that without hope, people choose sometimes to end their lives, or people choose not to live. Even if they live physically, they don't really live in their heart. And all is understandable. So we all need to know that there's hope. So what kind of hope are you wishing yourself for 22, 20, for 20, yes, for 22? For the year of 2022, are you still wishing to lose 10 pounds or maybe 20 pounds or to become rich? The things which we used to uh, wish to ourselves before these times somehow seems irrelevant, irrelevant to me. And we all can pick the ones which are relevant or in irrelevant to our own lives. But I definitely hear and sense that New Year's resolution for people in these times are going to be different. Even hopes are going to be different. So what I'm wishing, what I would like to wish to myself, and I invite you to join me, is to find something that you would like to feel next year. Because we are not sure what's going to happen. We are not sure about the circumstances. But we can invite ourselves, ourselves and allow ourselves to um, act, feel, move in a certain way. So within all the circumstances that, that uh, we don't have control on, I would like to believe that there's still a range of something that we can control, that we can choose that we can invite, that we can allow. For instance, I would like to allow myself more and more 
to enjoy the small things. Visits of kangaroos, birds singing, a smile of a baby, a good book, a call of a friend, Zoom meeting with a friend or two, remembering the beauty of having family even when they're far away. The connection, remember that there is a connection of life on all its forms and exploration on a daily basis. And marveling in creation, having a sense of wonder is always, always the best recipe. So I wish you, my friends, to have a sense of wonder to marvel in the things, to have the ability to breathe in and breathe out slowly, which none of us is taking for granted. And to remember that even in the darkest hour, there is a light somewhere, and maybe this light might touch you, touch me, touch all of us. I feel in the last um, couple of years that language is not serving me in the same way that it used to serve, which is challenging because I love words, I love books. I love to read, I love to write, I love to listen, I love to talk, I love words. Um, but I really find so many times that uh, language needs to change. It's la current language, um, or maybe I, I should say previous language, does not serve current life. There are so many things that when I say them, there's a voice in me that says, oh, stop it. Enough with these words. They, they, they're not relevant anymore. But there are not many, many other, I mean, we haven't created new language yet or a spoken language. So that's what I have in my, um, in my basket, the language that we use. But I find it really hard to say to you, Happy New Year. Because the word happiness is changing. So I will say this to you again. Have a year of wonder. I thank you for all your support, love, presence that were a big gift in 2021. And I wish to see you all and to hear you all and to feel you all in 2022. Be well. Lots of love to you.